Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of the Lockdown Blues podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I am your host, Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a... We got another one of the same uh, today. Lots of playoff hockey to talk about. Lots of blues news, blues rumors to get into. We got it all here today on the Lockdown Blues podcast. But before we get into that, I do get to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Tommy, where do you want to start? Um, we have the Dallas Colorado uh, series forced to game there. seven. You want to start there? All right, there, dude. Because I think right. we we uh, like over the course of the series, we both talked about like how if any team could turn it around in this series, three to one was the Avs. And mm-hmm. dude, Nathan McKinnon just playing lights out hockey right Nathan now, McKinnon. Leading, leading the playoffs in points with twenty five points and. 14 games. This is ridiculous. I saw a fun stat today. Um, Tommy, how many games do you think Nathan, how many playoff games do you think Nathan McKinnon has with zero points? It's got to be none. It's zero. Yeah. It's got to be. He has, he's he has, he's, he's almost averaging two points a game. This is Nathan McKinnon has zero, zero point games and eight multiple point games. Insane. And a 14 point playoff streak. 54 points in 39 games played for his playoff career. That's the kind of guy. That's the kind of guy you want spearheading your team to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, um, he's making a name for himself. I, I, I think he might uh, not might be it, him, Crosby, and McDavid right now round out that top three, and I could see any argument for any of those three guys at the number one spot. Yeah, um, I think, I think that's a day for another day. Yeah, I think, but I think it's just like. A lot of people kind of got up in arms when people were talking about Nathan McKinnon being better at hockey than Connor McDavid. I think they're kind of like the same level. It's just they bring different things to the table, you know? Right. Like Nathan right. McKinnon's going to bring like that strong body and like three zones and everything. But Connor McDavid, when he's in the offensive zone, he can do it all by himself. And he's right the best player in the world, like everybody says he is. So it's like they still, I think they're all good at hockey obviously they're all exceptional at hockey <laughs> yeah exceptional at Very hockey in their game. own regard um but they all bring the same level of impact to their teams so yeah um so going back to the series um dallas was up three games to one versus the colorado avalanche after that five four game that was just absolutely wild colorado came out the next day won six three make the series three games to two and then came out last night and for the first time in the series or maybe even for the first time in the playoffs played a really really solid lockdown defensive game one four to one got outshot by dallas um and and came away with a win forced to game seven and if i'm if i'm dallas right now uh yikes yikes you had a lot of opportunity to put down a really really strong offensive colorado team and now you now you're in a game seven i i don't see a way that dallas wins this i don't 
at all. I mean, I, it is a 50-50 shot, but I mean, look at the they momentum. by Michael Hutchinson twice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, dude. Michael Hutchinson pulling a victory. Imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is going to be exciting to watch, though. And it's exciting that we finally get a Game 7 because I feel like we've been due. Of all things, dude, to not have in 2020, we were going to skate by out of here without a Game 7? Come on. We all knew this was coming at some point. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, and I'm excited it came in this series, too. Um, Two teams that have been juggernauts offensively in this series, at least, and then a Colorado team that's been a juggernaut offensively all year. Um, It it could be a really good game, but my prediction, I think the Dallas offense has kind of run out of of that – magic powder that they were using to score like five goals a game and keep up with Colorado. Yeah, Colorado's defense and goaltending is a little questionable, but hey, the freaking Kale McCarr and Ryan Graves look like two veterans in this league and they're both rookies playing a top pairing on a wagon of an avalanche team. So if they show up and Nathan McKinnon continues to be Nathan McKinnon, I can't see Colorado losing this game. And honestly, they could be the cup favorites. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm I'm, you talk about young defensemen making waves. Mir Heiskanen's on the other side too, so I feel like, I, dude, just watching these guys go neck to neck, head to head every night is is exciting as hell. But it's, I mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one for the ages. I think it's gonna be a nail biter down to the very last minute. So I'm yeah, I'm so excited to watch. Sort of like Dallas's last game seven that they were in. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting series. I mean. All right, I'll ask you this, Tommy. Who are your uh, who are your locked on players of the game for each side in that game seven? Who do you think is the one guy if Colorado if Colorado wins, blank needs to show up. If Dallas wins, blank needs to show up. And I'd say I don't think you can say Nathan McKinnon because that's an obvious. Yeah. You can't say Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn. That's obvious. Who are those like if you've been watching the games? Who are those under the radar players that have been making the difference in in your mind? Um, I think for Dallas would probably be. <laughs> Kudobin just because like I feel like yeah I feel like when their goaltending is on the rest of their team is on and when Mm. it's not I don't know we'll see um but oh man for the Avs I'm gonna go with uh Miko I feel like just because I feel like he's a great um kind of like accessory to Nathan McKinnon so I'm kind of Mm -hmm. picking I'm kind of picking Nathan McKinnon even though he said he's not allowed but like I feel like Nathan McKinnon is capable of doing it all by himself, but when he doesn't have to is when the avalanche really kind of takes the next step in their game. And when they, right. When they're, like we've when seen kind of take control of games. And I feel like that, um, directly contributes to, uh, Miko Rantan. And so I'm gonna pick him. All right. All right. So my picks, uh, I'm going to go sort of a similar, like abstract route for Dallas. I think it starts with their offense. I think if they can play with Colorado's offense, then they are capable of winning, winning this game. And I think it starts with a guy who's known to be a, a clutch playoff performer, a guy that they picked up and maybe was a little underwhelming. I think Joe Pavelski, if he shows up and, and sort of proves his playoff presence that he, you know, he's been in plenty of deep runs with, with San Jose over his time and been one of their best players and had a really disappointing regular season, but has stepped it up eight goals so far in the playoffs. Um, and like I said, not not Tyler Sagan, not Jamie Ben. 
sort of like that next guy up, like mm-hmm. not getting matched up against McKinnon every time. So if Joe Pavelski can sort of lead his team, that veteran leadership, um, Dallas can get a win. And then for Colorado, I mentioned them earlier. I'm going to go with a locked on tandem. I'm going to go Kale McCarr and Ryan Graves. Um, if, if that top pairing can continue to play like a top pairing and not only produce offensively, but lock down the stars on defense um, like they did last game, then that Colorado team is unbeatable. If, if they can have uh, a lockdown first pairing on defense with the ridiculous offense that they have, it's going to be tough, tough to put them away. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know if I trust their goaltending enough, especially when you've got, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Those, yeah. those defensemen, it's going to, you, you basically just got to stifle all the shots really. <laughs> because, yeah. because I feel like at the end of the day, like if, if, Oh my God. Like if Colorado goes up against Vegas, like it's it's just going to be like who can outlast who in terms of like I feel like that would really be a marathon like that offense against like the four checking and everything of Vegas, but then you take the goalies into consideration and like puts Vegas mm-hmm. on top. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Game seven, yeah. baby. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, we will get we will get all into all that discussion after a short break. But first, I want to tell everybody about our sponsor for today, and that is Rock auto.com now chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourself if, if you've ever been in to try to get some car parts you know how frustrating the process can be but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or even an account login you can just take out your phone or computer log on right away rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com the shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com check them out and we will be right back with the second half of today's episode all right all right all right tom where where talk, to next can we talk about demco holy shit dude i talk about demco let's talk about demco all right let's talk guys about insane well, the, the, the fact that vancouver got fined for bringing up bringing up strippers to his room in the bubble i thought that I was fake I, 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 I think it, i think that's i think that's fake but it was <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny <laughs> but dude um, i mean rookie goaltender comes in makes 42 saves in his first nhl playoff start that's ridiculous Especially, yeah, especially when Vancouver had what, like seventeen shots on goal. Like in my opinion, they had no business winning that game, but they did because of Demko. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, Demko. Back when my family and I used to have, or when I used to go to the Boston College hockey season tickets uh, with them, Demko was kind of like the last goalie that I saw come through the system before I stopped going to games and mm-hmm. watching. Like, I, they, I've seen a few guys come up through through BC that I've always been like, okay, why aren't more people talking about him? Like when Johnny Gaudreau played there and like nobody was talking about him and then he got picked in the fourth round i'm like okay every other team in the nhl are idiots this kid's gonna be sick Dem- demko was sort of the same thing was like 
yeah, there have been plenty of goalies that have gotten picked by teams to come out of BC, but he just seemed different. Like he seemed like he had it, you know, like mm. you could just look at him and say, okay, yeah, he's going to be something at the next level. So when he got picked by Vancouver, I, I pretty much said, like, yes, yeah, a matter of time before he's up there making a difference. And I'm, I'm happy to see him uh, doing so now coming in. Like you said, rookie goalie uh, Markstrom was, was pretty gassed. So they threw, they threw it to Demko and he answered the, answered the call stood on his head played really really well against a really really good vegas team and oh baby we got ourselves a series which that's interesting too because i feel like a lot of canucks fans were ready to like throw all their money at markstrom and, and during the blues series because they're like oh this guy's keeping us in every game and like it's the future of this team and now it looks like demko it just stole them a game from the vegas golden knights they're probably gonna go back to him again and if if he steals them this series i mean what are you gonna do what are you gonna do if you're vancouver right you come to crossroads there it's a good point um still vancouver is is facing a bit of a challenge they're down three to two in the series so not exactly the the easiest task right um but we saw it in the in the colorado series i mean we've seen it plenty of times before three two is it's not the worst thing in the world um i think they could do it It, it's going to depend on whether we see i I think vancouver has been almost like a, a case of jekyll and hyde they've looked really 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 dominant at times and then they've just looked like they don't belong at other they're times. stupid good at shot blocking i'll give them that yeah <laughs> yeah that was... especially against us because half of our guys were just hitting shin pads every time on the power play but that Very might fun. have been due yeah. to them good shot blocking that have been might have been to us just poor shot selection but it looks like they're kind of keeping the both. same theme in this uh in this vegas series so when you get a guy in there like markstrom and that shot blocking in front of him, I think it makes him look a little bit better than he is maybe. Um, but dude, Demko is <laughs> just playing lights out. He made some highlight reel saves and I don't think that should go unnoticed either. So, I mean, we talked about, we talk about Vegas's depth at goalie all the time, but I feel like, I mean, you could make the case that Vancouver's got some depth there as well. So do we know who's starting tonight? Has that been, has that been um, I think it was, I think it was Demko. I thought someone announced that. That would be wow. That's actually that's actually a good a good little uh, good little question there. The, the the game starts in three hours and got a bit of a goalie controversy on our hands. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I think they announced it's Demko. I think it was John Shannon. If I'm not mistaken. I can't. I mean, yeah, Demko versus Laner. Okay, Darren Drager. Um, Drager. Demko is starting, um, and then Laner is starting as well. So, watch out, Mark Andre Fleury, and watch out, Mark Andre Fleury's agent might need to post another weird ass <laughs> cartoon. I don't know what that was all about. Which, speaking of, we never talked about that. Can we yeah, we did. We can talk about that. We talk about that. So, context. Imagine the Mark- balls on the dude. Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> My guy didn't yeah. tell me to tweet this, but I'm going to do it anyway because fuck him. So Marc-Andre Fleury, obviously one of the greatest goalies uh, in the league today, has had a spectacular career, played really, really well with Vegas. Except for this year, he's been a little shaky. So they turned to some of their other goalies. They turned to Robin Lehner, who's been really, really good for them. Um, like you said, goaltending depth is amazing. I guess Marc-Andre Fleury slash Marc-Andre Fleury's agent uh, took exception to this. <laughs> And a couple, like last week, his agent yeah. tweeted out a, a, little, a little cartoon of Marc-Andre Fleury in the, in the crease with a sword in the stabbing mid- through his chest. In with the middle of a playoff series. In the middle of a playoff series. Out and of then Marc-Andre, 
And then Mark Andre Fleury basically just avoided the questions the next day. Just basically said, "Oh yeah, you know, he's been my agent for a while." Uh-huh. He told him to delete it too. So to be fair, I don't think that was right. But we don't Mark Andre Fleury saying, "Hey, you should tweet this out right now." And then I know, it's, just so, the bus it's just so it's just so it bizarre. Is, it is. It's wild. It's just bizarre. Um, but yeah, so weird stuff going on in Vegas. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to how to react to that. It's been a while. I'm, I'm a little bit removed from that. But yeah, Laner's starting tonight, so see, look for some more uh, weird ass tweets, I guess. Um, real quick, I can hit you with the. I'll hit you with the with the, with the quick one too. But uh, the two games tonight are Vegas, um, Vegas, Vancouver, yeah. and then Philly. New York Islanders. Uh, we can get into the Philly game a- uh, afterwards, so I guess we can start with the the Canucks uh, Golden Knights game. Locked on players or lo- keys to the game, whatever you want to say. What are your quick, quick Tommy's quick bites? Um, what needs to happen? Canucks. I feel like Pedersen has the same effect on their team as Nathan McKinnon, so I feel like if he goes, they go, and he kind of. Like we talked about that game breaker ability when the Blues were going up against them, RIP. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take Elias Pettersson, but also um, honorable mention for Demko because if he if he has the same performance that he did last time, I could see them stealing this game as well. Um, All right, not bad, not bad. Golden Knights. Jeez, uh, I'm going to say Shea Theodore because okay. his, dude, his goal his goal last game was disgusting. I feel like he's gotten better every game. Um, so I'm excited to see what he brings to the table tonight in a, uh, in a situation where they're, they're able to knock out a Vancouver Canucks team that looks like they're building momentum with every game. So, all right, you ready to hear mine? You ready to hear mine? I got a, I got a good one for Vegas. Okay. My locked on player of the game for the Vegas Golden Knights is Ryan Reeves. Now hear me out. Now hear me out. I like it. You look at, you look at Ryan Reeves ice time over this series. He plays so much more when Vegas wins. And that is because Vegas gets up to an early lead and then they just start grinding. They start putting out their pests. They start putting out their grinders, their body checkers, and they lock down the game. They shut down the game. And that's what gets Ryan Reeves going. And we saw all that shit from earlier in the series when Revo was getting up under their skin, making chicken noises and all that. <laughs> when Ryan Reeves is on his game and when he's hyped up, when he's feeling good, he he can produce so many things that don't show up on the stat sheet. Um, and I guess me picking Ryan Reeves as my lockdown player of the game is more of just uh, uh, alluding to what Vegas needs to do to win, and that is get to their game early, get a lead early, be able to play Ryan Reeves 15 minutes a night and let him go out there and grind and not have to worry about backs against the wall getting goals. So that's that's my pick for, uh, for, for Vegas. For Vancouver, I'm going to go Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat looked like Connor McDavid against the St. Louis Blues, so he could do that again against uh, against Vegas, and that would probably probably help them a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, we can get into the other series, the Philly uh, Philadelphia Flyers versus the New York Islanders, but first, I do want to tell everybody about a very special, important local program, and that is Special Olympics Missouri. Uh, everyone, this is your opportunity to help support your local Special Olympics Missouri program. Uh, plus, you could also be entered in to win a brand new 2020 C 2020 GMC Canyon 4x4 truck on somo.org slash raffle. $20 for 5 
five tickets for plus one free, uh, and you're donating to a good cause. October 31st is your last day to enter for the truck, but don't wait until then because there are plenty of other awesome prizes being awarded along the way. Somo.org, S-O-M-O.org slash raffle. Click the big green button to buy some truck tickets. Four tickets plus one free. And the best part is you don't even have to be in Missouri to enter. You could be, if you're out of state like me, you can still enter, go online. And the best part is you're supporting a great cause. Uh, Special Olympics Missouri helps nearly 17,000 athletes statewide compete year-round in 16 official Olympic-type sports. They haven't been able to train or compete since March due to COVID-19, but they've still been offering virtual at-home programming in sports, health, and wellness, and leadership and life skills. So they need our support more than ever right now. Um, It's really important to support them, and, and it's a great cause. It's a local cause. No reason to deny that. And plus, you get entered into a raffle to win things, and what's better than winning things? So that is S-O-M-O dot org slash raffle. Click the big green button. It says buy truck tickets generically. Again, $20 for five tickets. You get one free. And yeah, like I said, support them. It's a great local cause. And we will be right back with the end of today's episode. All right, Tommy, we got one more series to discuss. One more. New York Islanders versus the Philadelphia Flyers. This series Flyers is also... OT. Yeah. That series is also at three games to two. It's a nice tip New York. Mm-hmm. New York is up one. Um, that game's starting pretty soon. Just yeah. got a notification that Matt Barzal is warming up, so shout out Matt Barzal. I didn't even realize he was injured, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Flyers won the last one in OT to, to force a game five, or I can't do math, force a game six. I knew that. Um, that's been a fun series. It's two sort of under the radar teams that I feel like a lot of people aren't looking at to be cup favorites or anything like that, but they're two really, really good teams. And it's going to be, that's going to be a fun series too. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, for me, this series feels a little more of like a tug of war than mm-hmm. the, the Avs and the Dallas series, just because I feel like, uh, not to take anything away from Dallas, but like, the abs just weren't really like playing their style of hockey to their best ability um, when they went down by how many games they were down. But this series, it feels like every night is like a battle towards like towards the very end. And we saw that uh, last night or was it last night? Yeah, last night and a four to three victory. But uh, do you want to hear my locked on player of the game? Something I got. I would love to hear your locked on player of the All game. Right, it, better not, go. it better not be Sean Couturier because he's not playing. It's not. I, I just got that notification. Oh, it's not. It's uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Hayes because I feel like Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes, dude. I feel like the only people that really talk about him as much as he should be talked about is Spit and Chicklets. But I feel like uh, he just brings a lot to the table and he's kind of like that Jaden Schwartz style of player that like takes the next step in the playoffs and like does all the right things, brings that energy that's needed for a Stanley Cup run to the team. So I'm going to pick him for the fly. Um, for the Islanders, I'm picking another underrated guy that should get talked about more, Josh Bailey. Um, not just because the Islanders' chant for Josh Bailey is sick, but also I think he's got – I don't know how many points he has in this playoff series, but it feels like it's a lot. Um, I feel like he's kind of like at the forefront of the guys that are carrying that team for their success. So I feel like it's like a he-goes-we-go mentality. So I'll go Josh Bailey there. Okay. All right. Uh, my pick for the Philadelphia Flyers, I'm going to pick another center. Well, actually, not a center anymore. Uh, Claude Giroux. I'm looking at his stats right now, uh, Tommy. He has one goal in 14 playoff games so far. That's not exactly cutting it. Um, <laughs> 
So I think Claude Giroux is is a guy that needs to step up for for Philly. He's been a little invisible in the games that I've watched. Like, yeah, I've noticed him, but he hasn't looked like that superstar that, that I think we know he's capable of. And you know, you need those players to step up in games like this. So uh, yeah, Claude Giroux for for Philly is probably a really important player for them. Looking at uh, looking at the Islanders, they just have such a balanced attack that I can't even pick a, a player to focus on. I guess just looking at it uh, briefly, I'd say Anthony Bavillier, just because he's been so damn hot lately. Yeah, he's been yes. scoring so he's been scoring goals left and right, almost like at e- like you know, with, without even trying. Um, and I feel like he's a he's a guy that you wouldn't expect to do that. So uh, maybe a player that Philly wasn't prepared to defend. So if he can continue that, it's just one more one more uh, name that the Flyers even has to deal with, and might be the sort of the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like they can't they can't contain all of that offense, especially if a guy like Anthony Bavillier is producing at the level he's been in the past few games. Um, but I think this series is one that kind of relies a lot less on like star talent and is is depth, a lot of depth guys stepping up and and playing really well so it could go either way in my opinion I, I i'm not sure it's gonna be fun though i i, yeah. I want to see three game sevens i want both yeah, of those here we can, you could honestly say barry trotz is locked on player of the game too just because of barry like. trotz is probably <laughs> locked on player of the game. yeah probably in terms of that like you take like a look at their coach and i feel like he's been a difference maker for their team as well so mm-hmm. you could go you could go a lot of ways with that one but uh, yeah i'm i'm with you i'm excited to see how this one ends because like I said, tug of war feels like each night is a battle. And I feel like, um, mm-hmm. I feel like this series, ha- like it's only right that this series ends in seven games. So we'll see what happens. I would, I would tend to agree. All right. We are getting to the end of today's episode. Tommy, do you have anything else to add before we wrap this one up? Um, final thoughts. Oh, man, I, dude, I just in talking briefly about the Alex Petrangelo situation. I feel like, like we still have a month until free agency starts. So mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> I could be wrong here, but just in my estimation, I feel like the blues are going to try and do everything in their power, not to let him even reach free agency. So we you can't can let him reach free agency. So, cannot uh, let him let so, reach free agency. so we could see a lot of moves made in a short amount of time here. So <laughs> all hands on strap in. Yeah. Strap in. We'll see what the fuck, fuck happens. In. It's going to be chaos. It's, yeah. Either way, we're going to be mad. You could probably hear some, some, some angry podcasts coming up when one way or the other, but Hey, that's what, that's what being a hockey fan's all about. I said this at the beginning when we were complaining about refs, Tommy, wouldn't you so much rather be breaking down contracts and Alex Petrangelo and Jake Allen, than then talking about our three favorite, uh, uh, oh, 100%. Uh, three favorite spreads to put on bagels. Yeah. Like <laughs> my good. Okay. The Gatorade uh, conversation. I think that was a good one. Well, I get that. Was one that. The record, yeah, that, sure. ended up, that ended up popping off on Twitter. And I think we talked about it before that even happened. So, I mean, yeah, yeah the, not the, to like the, toot the, our own horns or anything, but I mean, that's probably why it popped off on Twitter. But anyway, true. yeah. Gatorade sponsored us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> at any rate, um, yeah, I'm just happy to talk about hockey again. <laughs> and just, I feel like even just the Jake Allen trade and everything, and everything that's happened in the playoffs, I feel like... It's just been a lot of fun, and I'm excited to see what else is in store because I feel like it's going to get chaotic towards the end here. It is, it is going to be a wild ride. I am very excited to share that both with you, Tommy, but also all of our listeners. It's great to have a platform to, to share and, and discuss. So, like I said, feel free to hit us up with your opinions, hot takes, disagreements, agreements, 
on at Locked On Blues on both Twitter and Instagram. We love engagement, even if it's negative. We want to hear your thoughts, uh, so hit us up there. Or if Tommy said something dumb, hit him up at twelcher15 on on Twitter. If I said something dumb, I probably did at Josh Hyman NHL. Feel free to let me hear about it. Uh, but for now, thanks so much for listening, and let's go Celtics. But as always.